and welcome to the Really Random Movie Reviews Podcast. Real people, real takes. I'm Danielle. And I'm Ben. In this show, we have an online movie generator choose a film for us to watch. It could be from any genre and any decade, as long as it's easily accessible for us. After viewing the movie, we sit here and discuss it at length. This week, we're talking about Leaving Las Vegas. What will we think? Well, grab some popcorn, sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. All right, so we're talking about Leaving Las Vegas. It is from 1995, and it was directed by Mike Figgis, and it stars Nicolas Cage and Elizabeth Shue. So this movie is basically about a man named Ben Sanderson. He is a Hollywood screenwriter, and he lost everything because of his alcoholism. So he goes to Las Vegas, and the point is to drink himself to death. And that's a quote-unquote. Just um, before we go into this, there may be some trigger warnings or anything for alcoholism, suicide, I guess, losing one's life, just depression, anything. So if that's not something you really want to listen to, then... We understand, because it's a very heavy topic, all of these. So just putting it out there, there are some trigger warnings, and Mm -hmm. we are being aware and sensitive to those. We are going to try and make light of them, but it's kind of hard when the entire premise of the movie is that. Yes. So this movie actually won one Oscar, and Nicolas Cage won for Best Actor in this role. I mean, makes sense. He acted his ass off yeah. in this movie. Yeah, he did. He he did so well in this movie. And Elizabeth Shue was nominated for her role for Best Actress. And the director, Mike Figgis, was also nominated for Best Director. And the movie was also nominated for Best Adapted Screenplay because it's based on a novel. Okay. While they were making the movie... The writer of the novel did take his own life. Oh. Yeah, the reason they decided they almost stopped making this movie and they decided to go on because Mike Figgis thought it would be a good tribute and memorial for the author. Okay. So, yeah, for John O'Brien. So, Ben, what is your background with this movie in particular? I had never seen it before. Had you heard of it? Nope. Yeah, I had heard of it, but I've never seen it. And I think I may have known, but just forgotten that this was what got Nicolas Cage one of one of his Oscars. I don't know if he has more than one, but yeah. What's your background with Nick Cage movies in general? Or just Nicolas Cage in general? Ghost Rider, Con Air, National Treasure. Is it The Rock he's also in? Yes, The Rock. All great movies. Yeah, I've seen National Treasure. I think I've seen there are two of them, right? Yes. I think I've seen both of them. Yeah. Um, I've seen either The Rock or Con Air. I don't remember which one it was. It was so long ago. What else have I seen? I've seen memes. Yeah. He is such a memed person. Yes, he is. But he comes from such Hollywood royalty, like his family, because he's actually a Coppola. Oh yeah, I remember you telling me that. Yeah, his uncle is francis ford coppola okay i believe yeah and his aunt is talia shire yeah yeah his aunt is talia shire his cousin is jason schwartzman because his mother is talia shire i think 
it's a lot. And uh, Sofia Coppola is his cousin. She's a director for the Marie Antoinette movie. Okay. Um, some other stuff. Lost in Translation. Okay. But yeah, Hollywood royalty. A meme god. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So what did you think of this movie overall? The acting was good. The makeup was good. The story could have definitely been presented differently and in a much more dramatic fashion. But yeah. Yeah, I think so too. I agree with everything that you just said. The acting was phenomenal, Uh especially with the two leads. The dialogue was good for what it was. Mm -hmm. Um, The story, yeah, could have been presented a little differently. It's an interesting movie, an interesting take on something so dark like that. Yeah. And an interesting relationship that came out of that. Yeah, it is. With the two leads. Mm-hmm. So what was something that stood out to you with this movie? How accurately Nicolas Cage portrayed a drunk. Because I have one in my family and I've seen that shit firsthand. Like, I remember going camping with this person and they literally just slept in the woods because they were drunk, so drunk. Didn't even go into their tent. That's sad. Yeah. Yeah. I, there are drunks and, or alcoholics in my family, but, or like, my family has history of alcoholism, but thankfully the one that, the two that were around me when I was younger, they had been sober. That's good. Yeah. And so I never really saw that firsthand. I have seen people drunk before, obviously, but... I haven't really seen anyone really be afflicted by it because it is a disease Mm -hmm. and it should be treated as one. Yeah. Yeah. And one thing you said, like he portrays a drunk so perfectly, he filmed himself like Nicolas Cage filmed himself while being drunk and memorized and studied how he talked, how he acted when he was drunk so that he could perfectly portray being a drunk, mm-hmm. because obviously it's unethical to actually be drunk while you're working. Yeah. But that's how he prepared for this movie. He binge drank and went to casinos. All right. Then. Mm-hmm. And he may have talked with some alcoholics or yeah. recovering alcoholics. Yeah. Yeah. And then Elizabeth Shue, um, she plays a sex worker in this movie. And to prepare for her role, she like, talked to a bunch of them and interviewed some sex workers, I think, in Las Vegas. Okay. I was going to ask if Nicolas Cage is a um, method actor. I'm not sure, actually. Because I didn't see him as the type. I don't know. I feel like he would really do his research, but I don't know if he would be in character all the time. Gotcha. But I'm not, I, I don't know. I mean, he's probably a cert- he probably portrays himself a certain way when he's working. Yeah. And because people see him as Nicolas Cage. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's a whole movie about him being Nicolas Cage, and that just came out a few weeks ago. <laughs> okay, yeah, yeah. Where he plays himself. <laughs> and Pedro Pascal plays a fanboy. <laughs> okay. But yeah. Yeah, he did a great job in this movie. And it was, you know it really affected you when you're like, oh my god, he needs to stop. Yeah. He needs to do something. Like, he looks terrible. He sounds terrible. He is literally killing himself by mm-hmm. doing that. And I know he wants to, but oh my god. It's it's terrible. Mm-hmm. 
And it's really hard to watch. Yeah. At some points. I don't know about you. It was. There's At some points, I was just like, I'd at least be trying to ration his drinking. At one point in the movie, he asked her not to tell him to stop drinking. But that doesn't mean she couldn't try to limit it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But also, it's a different relationship because they had just met. Yeah, basically. true. It's, it's different, but yeah, I know. Yeah. The lighting got progressively darker as the movie went on. Yeah, I think it went with the severity of the situation and mm-hmm. how he was slowly just getting worse yeah. and spiraling down that dark path. Yep. And we don't, we never really find out why he was drinking in the first place. Yeah, because he had that line where he said, I don't know if I'm drinking because my wife left me or if, if my wife left me because I I was drinking. Yeah. So I think he just, you know, he's in the Hollywood business. It happens. Yep. Like you Everybody just, has their vice. You get into it somehow and you just can't stop. Mm-hmm. And that clearly that depression that he was in just made him spiral even more. Yeah. And the drinking made him feel a little bit better, but what he ended up wanting to do was, you know, not living anymore. Yeah. One thing I I kind of noticed, but I also looked at trivia to kind of just kind of assure that he doesn't eat anything in this movie. Yeah, I noticed that. He doesn't eat like when Sarah makes him rice, he has the ice cube. Mhm. And Apparently, that's a very, it's actually very true to people, for a lot of people who are alcoholics, not everyone, obviously, but people who depend on alcohol a lot will forget to eat, or it fills their stomach so much that they're not hungry. Yeah. So they just don't eat. And he doesn't eat anything, like even, there's food in the movie, but we never see him eating it. Mm Mm-hmm. And you see him just getting so thin. Yeah, I noticed that. I will say, when you said the makeup was really good in this movie, it really is. Like, when you see him being so sickly. Yeah, like, he looked like somebody who's not taking care of himself. Mm-hmm. And forgetting to eat and just drinking, in, like, drinking alcohol instead of water. And mm-hmm. when Elizabeth Shue gets... Something happens to her. That makeup is really realistic. Mm-hmm. It's kind of an interesting view of sex workers in general. Yeah, because it does like the media likes to portray them as being a certain way, mm-hmm. but it really shows a human side of being like because sex workers are humans. Mm-hmm. They are empathetic. They have lived lives. They have feelings just like the rest of us. Like, of course, they can they can be sympathetic, they can love someone, they can be sad and mm-hmm. have someone that they love. Yeah. And going through that process of falling in love with someone. Mm-hmm. I thought, I just thought it was a really interesting take on that. Yeah. And showed that hum- humanity and that side to what that kind of life is like, and what that kind of profession can do to a person. And how it affects their relationships. Oh, yeah. One thing I also noticed, I would say the first two thirds of this movie are really 
based like we see Ben's perspective. We see him. We're following his story. Mm-hmm. And then the last third is Sarah's. Yes. So it kind of flips and changes that mm-hmm. that view of what his lifestyle is doing to him. Yeah. Because he doesn't see a problem with it. Yeah. No, he doesn't. And then the more she falls in love with him, the more she is affected by it. Yeah. And some of his actions have consequences on her, like her getting kicked out of her house, condo, townhouse thing where she lives, her humble abode, and and she gets kicked out because of his actions. One thing I also want to mention, I saw in trivia um, about this movie, that you know how there are shots of, of Sarah talking to someone, like maybe herself, maybe a therapist, we never see who she's looking at or what she's looking at? Mm-hmm. Apparently, all of those shots, she's actually talking to her hair and makeup people, and that's the screen test footage. Oh, Okay. So that was just her being in the look of the character and talking about her character or what's going on. Okay. And kind of, I guess, maybe in character a little bit. And Mike Figgis thought it would be a good idea to add it in because we get that perspective of her. We get kind of a rundown of what's going on and how she's feeling. Okay. And she was nominated for an Oscar for this, so potentially she could have been nominated Based on, you know, with footage that contains test footage. Yeah, which that's impressive. Yeah, very impressive. And she's a really good actress. Yes, she is. She's really good in the boys season one. Oh, yes. (laughs) She's really good. And she's in Karate Kid. Okay. That's, I think that was maybe her big break. I don't know. Okay. Something I didn't really like about this movie is sometimes Ben would just talk in poetry like and it just kind of didn't fit with the situation which i mean i get if he's drunk he could be out of it but i just didn't see how it fit what about you i just felt like the pacing was off a little bit like yeah it's a slow burn and it's supposed to be and i'm fine with that but the beginning felt kind of messy and i guess maybe that might be a good thing if we're talking if the subject is alcoholism but it was kind of like we had two different title sequences and yeah. op- opening sequences, I should say. Yeah. Because they had the um, establishing shot with the music and then something happened. Like he had the dinner with like other Hollywood people and he was drunk. And then there was another one where he was in Vegas and then the title was rolling and the, the credits. Mm-hmm. I was like, well, that's weird. And it's like, you know, 15 minutes in. Yeah. That we actually get the title and stuff. So I don't know. It was that was kind of weird to me. It may have been very intentional because it's supposed to be a little all over the place and a little discombobulated. Yeah. So that's kind of how being wasted would be. Mm -hmm. But I just don't think it really did that for me. Yeah. Yeah. I can see that. So what kind of themes are this movie? Well, definitely, um, I mean, alcoholism and the consequences of it for the person who's been inflicted by it and Mm -hmm. the people around them and how it really is a disease. Mm -hmm. And how you can't really help them if they don't want to be helped. Exactly. Also, depression. Like, he's clearly going through 
Oh, yeah. So, like, a very serious bout of depression. Yeah. Because he's drowning himself in the alcohol, and that's his way of coping mm-hmm. with losing everything. Yeah. And to be willing to take your own life in that way. Yeah. Which um, is kind of depressing. Yeah. Definitely, like, mental health. Oh, yes. Falling in love with someone who does have a serious problem like that. Mm-hmm. What addiction and addiction in general. Yeah. Because gambling is a li- plays a little bit into this. Mm-hmm. And people can be addicted to gambling. Oh, yeah. Um, just whatever vice that makes you feel good in the moment. Mm-hmm. And ends up ruining your life, or some parts of it. Yep. Love. Definitely. Love's a big part of it. And why she stays with him, why she wants to find him when they end up getting separated at one point. Why she comes back to him. She loves him. Mm-hmm. And she doesn't want to leave him. And she doesn't want him to keep doing what he's doing. Yeah. And ultimately heartbreak. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Mm-hmm. Also, one thing I noticed... Because her name is Sarah, but it's spelled S-E-R-A. Mm-hmm. And if you know the song K Sera Sera and the kind of you know the the saying in Spanish K Sera Sera, it's Sera means it will be. So and the song K Sera Sera, whatever will be will be. So it's kind of just life is just it's whatever it's gonna be. Okay. Life happens. It's like it's it's inevitable. Whatever whatever will happen will happen. Okay. So there's something to be said about like something with his condition because he doesn't want to be helped because he doesn't want to fix his maybe not the right word. He doesn't want to get better and seek help. He it's just going to happen. It's inevitable. Mhm. That what he wants to happen will happen. Mm-hmm. And there's really nothing she can do to stop that, nope. which is sad. And so Sarah is like, it's life. Yep. So Ben, would you recommend this movie? I wouldn't really, because I just don't know who would like it. What about you? Yeah. I mean, if you really like this kind of deep, dark premise, and that's that's for you, then you can watch it. But yeah, I don't know. I don't know if I would just recommend someone to watch it. Like, oh, you have to see Leaving Las Vegas because it is depressing. Mm-hmm. It's not a fun, it's not a fun movie. Yeah. I didn't enjoy myself afterwards. Yeah. I wasn't in good spirits while watching it, but I did appreciate it for what it was. Mm-hmm. So if you want to check it out, then check it out. But if this does not seem like your cup of tea... I totally understand. Yep, same here. Well, that will be it for us this episode. Let's go to the movie generator and see what we'll get next time. Okay. Stalic 17 from 1953? I've never heard of it. Neither have I. All right. It'll be interesting, I guess. Yep. (laughs) I have no idea what to expect. Neither do I. Well, with that, thank you guys so much for listening to this episode of Really Random Movie Reviews. Sorry for the dreary topic. Um, It's not our fault, we promise. Yeah. (laughs) Please rate this episode wherever you're listening to it. And let us know if you've seen this movie. Thank you so much. Have a great day.